0: Hello, listeners. Before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions, and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Incredibly exciting. It's
2: really about...
1: ...as a developer that's an amazing feeling to have. Welcome to PlayStation. everybody and welcome to episode 104 of the latest PS5 podcast. It's been a slow news week in regards to Sony and PlayStation. You know, they're not really talking that much, but we still have a lot of news to bring you. We're going to be talking new Sony hardware, God of War anticipation, the Callisto Protocol updates, and so, so, so much more. And who better to talk all that with than my co-host for 104 episodes, or maybe 103. I think you may have missed one. can't remember. Yeah, I think it was one. i never Um, missed one.
2: (laughs) Mr. Alex Sylvester. How you doing, Alex? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm not Mark Cerny, but, you know, I'm the next best friend. So, uh, yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right today. Enjoying the weather that we're having in the UK. You know, we're going for a little bit of a heat wave. So, yeah, I'm ready to get into the news, see, see what's up and about in the world of uh, the PS5.
1: Excellent. Uh, so before we get into the news, uh, what have you been playing?
2: I'm still going through um, Last of Us 2 as well as Horizon Forbidden West, which... All the listeners know. Yeah, so I don't want to give any spoilers, but if you haven't played it, I mean, this game is doing phenomenal numbers at the moment, especially on the horizon, um, uh, Forbidden West Side. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth playing, guys. So definitely get your hands on a PlayStation if you can. There's bundles out there. I think there's just released a few now, haven't they? So, mm-hmm. but anyway, we'll dive into that a bit later. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. How about yourself? Uh,
1: well, I finished a campaign in Jurassic World Evolution 2. So the campaign is oh. done and dusted, out of the way. Nice. And... There's a mode called um, Chaos Theory, which is new to the franchise and is long. It's basically you're doing your park and stuff like that, but it's for the events of each film. So, for example, I'm in Jurassic Park, so I've got to build the park up from scratch the way he did it. And all the events of the film are going to happen in my park. So I've got to maintain all that stuff. So, yeah, it's... um, Interesting, but very nice. like I thought, man. I'm gonna get this platinum quick, and then I hit Chaos Theory mode, and I was like, No, I'm not hitting this platinum quick. This is long, <laughs> and I've got to do every to Jurassic World film besides Dominion. Really? so I've got, got to do five films of this shit, man. Five films, jeez. So nice. I can see well, the where only the only length to... of the game is. So, but yeah, it's, it's, you really it's want fun. to do is the first one. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But I'm in, I'm enjoying the game. I love the game. Uh, listeners know that, and so do you. Uh, fucking amazing, Jurassic World Evolution too. I've uh, been playing Resident Evil Two um obviously with the ps5 update amazing game absolutely love it it sounds phenomenal with the 3d audio headset um so highly recommended if you're going to play resident evil 2 remake play it at night and play it with a headset Mm -hmm. on because it's so good it's really good yeah 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 and then obviously because obviously we're now playstation premium i thought let me just download a game and play one because it's free so the one game i was going to constantly buy but never did because it was always too expensive but i got it for free now it's tetris effect um nice again headset lights off you are just given this beautiful visual like oh man it's just the performance of that game is stunning it's just tetris but it's beautiful and then you realize that the the way the music is dinging to what you're dropping and stuff like because i press up to just yeah. make the thing yes, snap fall down. down, I can't yeah, be asked yeah, to press sick. down. I just press up, right? And the beat <laughs> knows I'm gonna keep pressing up, and it alters itself. stuff it's like That so oh, right. it's yeah, so yeah. good.
2: That sounds it's good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds the,
1: all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to people years and oh, well years ago, sorry, uh, episodes mm. and episodes ago that um, if you've got PlayStation VR, Tetris Effect is one of the most must-have play games because it's stunning. But when you play it on like a 4K telly and you get 3D audio and everything, oh, yeah, and yeah, games, yeah. It's sick. especially on your
2: screen. Yeah, yeah,
1: look it is, same. and I yeah. play it in the dark as well, man. It's so good, so and just like you
2: feel it. Have you got the the backlights as well? When you got backlights,
1: yeah, yeah, well? yeah, I've got yeah. the backlights. Yeah. But I've, so- uh, just a quick update as well. I've been playing mm. uh, using my PS5 under Remote Play at work. So obviously, I've got yeah. my laptop at work, my PlayStation is mm-hmm. at home, and I can just say Tetris Effect still amazing yeah. even on there no lag on there <laughs> either on there. so it's all good so
2: yeah I mean we should do an article on that But the remote play is one of the most phenomenal features of the PS5 I mean I've done pretty much what 45% of my game played on there by remote and it, it's been good And I was interested to hear how your um your results were really you know how yeah because remember was. I was
1: I was just tethered to a phone so and I had yeah so, I didn't yeah even have... by a phone I had three bars, uh, not four bars. So I had three bars on my phone. Uh, Bars is obviously internet connection. The best you can get is four. So I had three and the occasional visual, like, downgrade Slitch. upgrade yeah, but yeah the yeah. most important yeah, thing rest, that remote play focuses on is lag and it never ever had any controller nice. lag in there nice. bit, when you yeah, first yeah, load yeah, it really up good. you get it for about 10 seconds because it's readjusting and aligning itself just thinking but then yeah. once it goes it's like it's ready to go so it's all good, so, nice. it's yeah, all good. Too, yeah. but as demi mentioned at the top of the episode you know all our patreon information and um, so obviously you can do all that she'll be back later on in the episode advertising something random But Alex, now Mm. is the time to get into the news, and you have the first news story for us.
2: Yeah, let's dive in. Uh, So Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, Schreier? Schreier. Sorry, Schreier, there you go, um, has revealed that Sony Interactive Entertainment had indeed planned a God of War Ragnarok release date announcement for today, June 30th. Uh, And while that probably isn't happening now, the game is still on track for a November launch. Here's what the insider had to say in the post on Reset Era. I can confirm that as of last week, there was a release date slash pre-order announcement planned for tomorrow. I've asked around to see if it was delayed, but haven't heard back yet. Not exactly putting all of my energy into that one. We'll find out for sure in less than 24 hours, though. As far as I know, the game is still on track for November. Um, Shreya had previously claimed that God, um, God of Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok, would be released in uh, November, and other insiders reported that Sony would be hosting a new State of Play dedicated to the game today. Uh, as a result of rampant speculation surrounding the highly anticipated sequel, Corey Barlog of Sony Santana Monica Studio asked fans to remain patient, promising new info would be shared at the earliest possible moment excitement 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 man I mean that's just pure sea teasing <laughs> you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's it funny right
1: it's it, it, it's funny because there's only like two games that have had this got fans so angry and like thinking and that's Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 mm-hmm. and God of War Ragnarok now yeah. um Zelda people don't get angry until there's a direct and then it's there's a Disclaimer point that there is no Zelda going to be shown for a while, too. <laughs> uh, or they say that it's just verbal stuff, yeah. Um, no, yeah, sorry, I'm just shouting out my son, and um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's literally like that. Pete fans go crazy, but with God of War, oh my god, people mm. are just getting antsy now because they're worried about the like, delay, they want this game, they want it, and Sony's just persistent silence. Now, I think it's down to two things. I saw a lot of chatter and a lot of talk that there was going to be a, a God of War announcement this week. Yeah. One of two things have happened. One thing that I know, um, obviously, and I've spoke about it previously, is that there is issues, not issues, just the development time on the PS4 version is slower because obviously the PS5 is using SSDs. They don't need the loading bottlenecks in there and stuff, but obviously mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. want that one take and it took time. And obviously you can imagine Ragnarok is a lot more ambitious than the first game. So the PS4 version has really. to be able to run without any yes. black screen if you're going to do that continuous mm-hmm. one-shot, right? So that's going to need mm-hmm. some clever loading. The other mm-hmm. thing is, as well, is one thing we know with Sony, and they even did it with the PS5 announcement, is if a world event is serious enough for them not to talk, they don't talk. They just keep their mouth shut. You know, As we saw, they put millions behind uh, Ready to Announce the PlayStation 5, Black Lives Matter, obviously it happened and Sony rightfully delayed everything saying we're not ready to yeah. show it we're going to wait a few weeks because there's things that need more important um, space mindshare than hardware and gaming and I th- and obviously something big has happened in America that affects the female population um, and Sony have just kept quiet and the day that announcement from Supreme Court happened about abortion rights every Sony first party studio including Bungie as well or simultaneously released a statement saying that it was wrong and it's a woman's body and things like that so if Sony have stopped because of that rightfully so and I like the fact that they haven't come out and said yeah we were going to show God of War but we're not because this has happened because then it's "Oh, God of War's announcement got delayed because of this blah 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 they've just stayed silent you know um so yeah it's just people just need to be patient if the game is coming out in November it's coming out in November if the game is coming out later it's coming out later this is a game I do not want them to rush so yeah, do I want to play the game still, right now yeah but
2: I just don't my money wanna... is still on um, a February release I don't I don't really see that I mean I know they're gonna push it out and they probably will get it out for like late November because just for schedule's sake but I can guarantee you man <laughs> there's going to be so many patches like week on week, you know, as they try to fill like the last part of the game or little nicks and picks every day. Well, it's just funny like though. It's like, I want them to get it out perfect, you know, give it just mm. a nice definitive edition that's close to as, you know, good. But, um, but it's, unfortunately, it's, it's, it i like tell you one thing a though.
1: What, what, what flies a lot under the radar is when Ghost of Tsushima, when um, last, last of Us 2 and when God of War came out, they all had one day, one patch and that was it. The game ran. You know what I mean? Obviously, this has a PS5 and a PS4 version, so there will be patches.
2: Yeah, it's a new world, man. It's a new world. We'll see what
1: happens. Uh, I can't wait. But hopefully, you know, by the time you're listening to this, a PlayStation vlog post has happened and the date has been announced with a new trailer and things. We don't know. So uh, this could be outdated, but we will see. But what's not going to be outdated and something we spoke about preemptively before it happened, and it has now happened, number two. Last Mm. week, Sony announced that it would be hosting a new event Titled Find Your New Zone, at which it was already rumored Sony would unveil a new set of hardware products, two monitors and three headsets. Sony did just that, but it's not just a new set of products, but a whole new line of products that we saw uh, during this week's presentation, and it's just the beginning. The line is called InZone, and it seems to be aimed at PC gamers more specifically than console players. The monitors are the InZone M9 and the InZone M3. Which monitor you may want to grab will depend entirely on what you want out of it. For the InZone M9, it sports a 27-inch 4K IPS 144Hz display with HDR and support for Nvidia's G-Sync. It's currently available for pre-order at 999 pounds. The InZone M3 is instead another 27-inch display, but this time at full HD rather than 4K to account for its 240Hz refresh rate that is also compatible with NVIDIA's G-Sync. This model isn't available yet, so a price isn't listed. There were two wireless headsets and one wired headset. The InZone H9 is the cream of the crop at £269, a wireless noise-canceling headset. The Enzone H7 is also a wireless at 199 though lacks the noise-canceling features of that H9. And then finally, the Enzone H3 is a wired headset and understandably cheapest of the bunch, listed at £89, and all three of them are currently available to pre-order. Now... Why are we reporting this when it's PC-focused? Well, these products are mainly being targeted towards PC gamers. They all offer features which optimize them for use with a PS5. And eye will also note that the design of all these products is quite fitting with the design of the PlayStation 5. Alex, you are the tech man yourself. So Sony have announced stuff to obviously compliment people who are playing on PC as well. But it's already been confirmed mm. that if you hook up a PlayStation 5 to these monitors that the PlayStation 5 auto updates its settings to get the best out of the monitors and from itself. So you can do it for either one, really. Yeah, it sounds
2: really good. I mean, this is some really high-tech ish for your gaming pleasure you know we're looking talking about 4k hdr you know what i mean we're talking about the the nits 600 nits you know for the brightness are looking absolutely fantastic and the fact is that the the back panel the local led uh dimming of the uh, the panels is pretty much close to to like say oled you know or as, a, as a variation there's so many variations these days but you know what this just screams to me i mean this whole product line it's just echoing to me that yeah, they are really making sure that yeah, they're focusing on the quality of games for for gamers, of course. But it's just that PC market that just they they seem to be scratching, you know. What I mean that 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 golden egg, and it just seems that like they're leaning towards that. Especially this is perfect for that, isn't it? um You know, obviously the Xbox has got Microsoft and Xbox. have got their um uh, their Xbox and the X, um, and pretty much various. You can play it on pretty much any console, right? You can play it on the Xbox, you can play on PC, you can even play it on your phone. And Sony is just slowly trying to adapt that model as well. Well, not the exact model, but just make sure that their, their games are going to be feasible uh, or more accessible on the various devices. Uh, and having something as premium as this device right here is just only solidifying that fact. And it's it's a good one. You know what I mean? Obviously Sony has been known for making really good um, appliances, TVs, videos, um, cameras. I mean, most of the cameras that people are using these days are using some type of Sony tech. Um, so yeah, I'm just glad that they're actually going back to their roots you know, in terms of their um, top shelf uh, applications and appliances, you know, and mm-hmm. delivering some decent quality because I think their their TV market had kind of faltered a little bit. You know, I mean, LG had kind of taken the reins uh, next to Samsung, uh, and they were pretty much just corner of the market you know, with their QLED mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think, what's the, I can't remember the other uh, technology that Samsung's using. Um, but yeah, it's nice to know that, yeah, Sony's going back to their roots and actually coming out with a banging product, which is definitely going to satisfy gamers and other consumers. So, um, mm. but yeah. I think, I,
1: think I think the smart thing Sony did with the TVs is they were was, so, during the PS3 and early PS4, it, it was just quantity over quality. They just tried to flood the market and it didn't work. And, you know, they stripped it back. And if you look at their TVs, they are focused, like you mentioned there, premium TV. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The the, the, the specs on the new Bravias and the higher range Bravias are ridiculous, right? Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing. Samsung, LG, Sony, they've all got each other's components in their sets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. I mean, I love Sony, but I prefer the LG TVs because LG, what they've done is they're using OLED and it's at good pricing. well you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and most importantly the frame rates you know the hertz on their 4k tvs are really really high so there's no fault to go with lg in regards to these monitors i'm gonna throw it a different way and i'm gonna say it's all about finances sony are looking at that asian market that pc asian market you know china big asia big you come in with features like this and monitors like this you know playstation 5 Is doing very well in China. You know, it's outselling any console that's come out before it from the PS4 and things like that, but they just Mm -hmm. don't have the things. But you want to keep PC gamers happy. You want to have them playing Sony some way or one way or another. And I think you're going to see a big uptick in end zone, especially with all the colors and the sleekness of it and how it looks. And people buying a PS5 will be like, well, I'll just get this monitor, I'll just hook it up to my monitor. You know, so I think the big goal is. The Asian market for PC, that's where the money is. Um, But yeah, really, really smart move. And it's just nice to have options, isn't it?
2: You know, it is nice to have options. But obviously, Sony's coming with that brand name, Sony. Yeah. Mm. And as we've known, they've been grateful, obviously, the PlayStation and other appliances that you mentioned. But in terms of like the PC (laughs) monitor market, I mean, yeah, you have the the likes of like Acer, you've got LG, HP, and you know there's a plethora of others, but Sony can really make a stamp of that, and obviously with the um, the fact that they're associated closely with the games as well. It's just a perfect marriage, you know. From, for, for you've got the you've got the PlayStation Five, and now you've got the screen, you know, and it's mm. just going to be a lot easier for them to sell. And um, obviously, the TV market is now dominated by the two big behemoths, which is like LG and Samsung now. So this is a market which they could they could cream, you know, if they do it well. So and yeah, you know, this this the people want to see quality. You know, not everybody wants to play their their games on a massive 60 inch TV, for example. You know, mm-hmm. but um, but at least this is like a if you want to look at having pure quality and on an adulterated or uninterrupted experience, they're providing an option for that. So And most I'm importantly it.
1: you look at Asian um, you know, the demographic and you look at the housing in Asian markets. Well, the rooms aren't even that big. So these monitors with that mm-hmm. premium tech in there is gonna be perfect for that size, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah. Hence the 27 inch, they're not going big because if they were going for the Western market, you'd get, yeah, 30 inch, 32 inch, huge monitors, but you're not, you're getting 27 inches. There's a reason yeah. for that, you know, um, but it'll be interesting. But I'll tell you one thing you do want on a big monitor, Alex, and that's yeah. uh, the next story that you're going to go into.
2: For those out there grappling with
1: a weekend of DIY, Uber Eats,
2: Leon grilled halloumi wrap, gluten-free chicken nuggets, Pizza Hut Pepperoni Feast Cheesy Garlic Bread Cookie Dough Pepe's Chicken and Rice Prime pita, Chicken Nachos Krispy Kreme Original Glazed Donuts Order now. Uber Eats. Bring it. Check app for restrictions and availability separate orders are required from each restaurant.
0: Windows 11 helps people get closer to what they love.
2: I'm Charlotte. I'm an
0: engineering student and I'm creating a platform to help plus-size women feel empowered in the clothing they wear. The first thing about Windows 11 that stood out to me was how easy it was. You have all of the features that you want to use at your fingertips. It's so much more natural for me to use the touchscreen. We can make things truly size-inclusive and with Windows 11 I'm working on it. Discover new ways to get more done with Windows 11 PCs at windows.com
2: cool yes so uh not long after jim ryan's first confirmed that horizon zero dawn tv series was in the works for netflix did we hear some of our first details about the show journalist jeff grubb initially claimed but now officially confirmed that it would be called horizon 2074 but is that it would film in toronto and Uh, be set across two timelines, one that follows along with the game and another that tells the story of a world falling apart. According to Grubb, it's meant to be more of a reimagining from the story in the game, so it's likely that things won't be exactly the same. What's more uh, is that members of the crew have also played important roles in the shows, like The Boys and The Expanse. Yes, yes, yes. All the names and brands that I want to hear. The Boys, The Expanse. I mean, it seems like they're filming everything in, in Canada and Toronto these days. You know what I mean? so It's tax-free, man, it isn't like it? it? It is tax-free. Keep doing it. And, you know, and it just makes it, because we've seen all the iconic locations you know, in the US, you know, but when they do something in a, a country like Canada, it makes it feel a bit more believable, you know, because we're not really too familiar with a lot of the. You, you say know, that, but they go but... to
1: they go to Toronto, they go to Vancouver, they surround everything with yeah. green screen, and it's still America when the team. TV... Still
2: America, it's still America, but yeah, this is good news though. I mean, I'm liking the fact that they're going to be focusing on the two timelines, you know, current with the game as well as the, mm. the story that you kind of unveil as you're playing um, Zero Dawn, right? So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah and that that was good. the best. And that was my favorite thing about Zero Dawn. It was finding out what happened. I didn't give a shit about what was going on in the current world that ALO was in, with all the <laughs> tribes and shit like that. I wanted to find their yeah. holograms to tell me what yeah. the hell happened. You know, yeah, what happened? How did we get here? How can we with, prevent this from happening? In what the did world? Elizabeth Solbet do? Like, how did she try and stop it? You know, and it was a beautiful story. Really that sure side that. of it was so like, I yeah. want to. I'm I'm happy that they're going across the two timelines, but the question still remains: who? will play Aloy. I've seen the two front runners that fans have chosen. So yeah, really cool. um, number one is the girl with ginger hair from Game of Thrones, who's with Jon okay, Snow. Yeah, and then which dies. would be a great fit. Great fit. She's she's bow and arrow trained already. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. if you look at her um, just features and that, she looks really Aloy-like. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She's Aloy. She's, it's going to go to her. Actually, hold on. Sorry, who's the other one? Who's the other one? Is uh, there another, another contender? Another one
1: is um i'm trying to remember her name now let's have a look okay so the first one i was uh there's a few names so there's uh let's have a look. i'm looking at some of the people that they're saying and i'm like nah they don't even look like Aloy. so what do you want <laughs> about yeah uh so the two that have been um standing out is the girl from Logan, and the other one is erin Kellyman, and she was mm-hmm. um in solo a Star Wars sto- a story she okay. was in the yeah. Falcon and the winter Soldier All right. and she's in um she's coming in Willow on the Disney plus TV show uh now right, what she would be yeah. she would be interesting because she is uh mixed race right mm-hmm. but she has a hair and everything for it and if you if you design her and do makeup to, to obviously look like a tribe warrior, as Aloy is, yeah, it will you could, work, you know what I mean? It would so. work,
2: and they could tick that box as well. But I think I think the Game of Thrones girl, you know what I mean? I think she's got, and the fact that she's got Game of Thrones lore as well, you know, to mm. so bring all those fans along with her, um, you know, for that. But um, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm loving the fact that Sony's actually just diving deep into their IPs and, uh, you know, giving us more ways to experience the content. You know, because there's, there's so many people who just want to see, well, who would really appreciate the stories and the ideas that the games that we you know we're we're privileged enough to to experience, which they don't get a chance to check check out. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, I'm for I I've one, I'm very happy to see how
1: they're gonna do. So, this and uh, the Game lines. of Thrones actress name, if anybody wants to search, is Rose Leslie. That's her name. So, Rose Leslie. Nice. And when you look at her, especially in Game of Thrones, you literally are looking at Aloy. Yeah, she um, was Aloy.
2: She was. She was a killer with the bow and arrow.
1: And can I just chuck out two names? Well, she's actually married to um. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna chuck out two names. If they're gonna do a young Aloy to start with, you need Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. Who's that? She can play a young Aloy. She's the um the young. I think she's a redhead in it. Uh, she's not 11. Yes, she could be like a young Aloy if they're just doing like you know, because obviously in the game you have a young Aloy. Um, with Rost, who's training you and stuff. Uh, And I did see uh, the outsider name of Karen Gillan, who's in the Jumanji films and stuff like that. Uh, British actress, Ginger Hair, uh, she so,
2: could be good. She could actually be good, but she doesn't have the grit like the lady. But the, the, that's what Rose I'm was. saying. It's
1: like you put the makeup and everything on. Then it'll be really interesting to see I how guess, it rolls because yeah, it whoever was. they choose for Aloy is going to be mass. People are going to agree with it. People are going to disagree with it. It's going to happen no matter what. It's the same thing as you know Kratos. Whoever plays and people will be happy or unhappy. I mean, I remember the backlash when Henry Cavill was going to be when he was announced as. The lead role in The Witcher, and people were like, no, 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 and then the picture came out, and he was yeah. in the Witcher gear, and he had the hair, and, and people he were like, him. I always knew he would be amazing. <laughs> like, shut
2: up, so shut always here, yeah, Captain Hindsight, the strikes again.
1: <laughs> it all comes down to one thing. I mean, the, the perfect example is you look at uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. In the DCU, you were like, oh, nah, nah, nah. And then the moment they switched it and they made him serious, just for that small snippet in the Snyder cut, everybody was yeah,
2: like, nah, 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 nah. nah everybody <laughs> was like, oh, that was so
1: good. That was so good. Nah, I don't know, man. I'll, I think I'll still have You take, have with. You take any of these actresses and you put them in, obviously, you, you make them look grittier, you, you make them look like a tribal warrior, like Aloy, and then it'll be interesting. But the big thing, is gonna be obviously the the time frame that they set it in. Yeah. Is it a young Aloy? Then it's one actress. Is it an older Aloy? It's another actress mm-hmm. because everybody says the Game of Thrones actress. But if this becomes a massive hit, which we expect it to be, she is aging, and Aloy is actually only like nineteen, twenty in the game. She's not like in 30 the first or, one. Is she? Like the, yeah, she's really young. She's like okay. young, young. And the, so what about the
2: second one? The, the second one's like, not that
1: far after, so she's still like in six the months, early, it? it's
2: like six months or something, isn't it?
1: So she's still like in the early point. 20s at, be, at, yeah. at the most age. It'd be interesting, but um it will we will keep an eye on it as we did with all the uncharted stuff. So PlayStation productions are in full flow. We are excited, we cannot wait, but all we care about is the HBO Last of Us series, really you <laughs> know. So we'll see what happens in that one. But Alex, let's move well, on to number four. Striking Distance Studios' Glenn Schofield has revealed that the Callisto Protocol will not skimp on the gore factor. In fact, the upcoming survival horror title is set to be a much bloodier affair than Dead Space. Speaking with Eurogamer, Schofield made it clear that the team are really going to town when it comes to the red stuff, having previously revealed they spent a few years working on the gore system in the same interview Schofield made it clear that the team are really going to town when it comes to the red stuff I'll just repeat myself again I don't know why um, so this, <laughs> is, what said, this yeah. is what he said this is what he said it's got some pretty horrific moments it really does we have a gore engine we built gore technology it's a lot of rendering and you break up the characters into jumps cut them up with bones sticking out and all that then the rendering guys they do their special thing to it which makes it make everything look wet and so every character had to be done that way. And however you go at it, chunks break off or parts of the face, parts of the head. It's so advanced compared to Dead Space. The Callisto Protocol is pencilled in for release on the PS5 and PS4 and other platforms on December 2nd, 2022. Alex, we saw the trailer already. Super, super gory.
2: It is super, super gory. And it's uh, super, super space worthy. So this is, this is definitely up your alley.
1: Oh yeah, man, you know me, I'm always on that space and that horror stuff, so <laughs> as soon as you put me in the atmos- out of the atmosphere, I'm like, "Yo, yeah, I'm
2: playing. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's one of those standout games uh, for the last uh, day of play or presentation, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad that they're working on the goal system, that's that's great, you know, but um, what I want is, it's not just about visuals for me, you know, I need to have a decent storyline, you know, I need to have a great storyline I want to make sure that the character's going to be engaging and not only that, the voice acting needs to be on point you know, because the gameplay is just—you know—it's going to be second to none. I mean, we've kind of got, we've kind of got to a plateau now where it's kind of hard to top, like the last—you know—you um, know—in terms of functionality, the gameplay. But it's all about how engaging they can actually make the characters that you play and the ones that you interact with, and how 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 can we actually feel for them? Because if they can't make that connection, then this could easily be a game that's forgotten. It would look amazing. It would look great would he go down in history as being one of the greatest games ever played no you know so i really do hope they work on the narrative and that that engagement but uh and the we fact that it's going to be
1: space is going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, we saw the trailer where, like when he puts his arm to the right and gets caught in the uh, machinery and just gets sucked into it. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. It looks tactical, It's a tactical advantage crazy. on gameplay because, like Dead Space, yeah. you could take the legs out of monsters and then they won't come at you because they're now on the floor. So if you're low on ammo, you take the legs out. You know what I mean? So then you can run around yeah. them and stuff like that. So, yeah, it yeah. will be... Um, An interesting sight to behold when you see that go.
2: The Macallan in collaboration with Mogwai, the coming together of two celebrated Scottish names to honour the oldest ever single malt whisky from the Macallan. The Reach
1: is an 81-year-old single malt which reflects the Macallan's history, ingenuity and unmistakable strength of character. The brand has collaborated with Mogwai to compose an original song to pay homage to The Reach. Discover more at themacallan.com must be 18 or over, please savour the Macallan responsibly. Visit bedrinkaware.co.uk for the facts.
0: Hey everyone, Demi here. Did you know that the latest PS5 show is sponsored by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand? The Bet365 app now lets you access pre-match and in-play markets, provides instant match updates across the biggest sports, connecting you to every game that matters. Bet365 also streams over 150,000 live sporting events every year. Download the app and try out the Bet Builder, which allows you to create personalised bets. Calculate the odds for any football match right there in your hands. Bet365 is the world's favourite online betting brand. The app can be downloaded from Google Play and the Apple App Store. Over 18s only, please gamble responsibly.
2: Well, speaking of free, uh, Sony has officially announced the lineup for of PS Plus Essential for July 2022 uh, for the PS4 and the PS5. And yes, it is now PS Plus Essential. Uh, this is the basic subscription you've been using all the time, albeit renamed as part of Sony's revamp service. So, the free games include uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time, um, which is going to be on the PS5 and PS4. The Dark Pictures Anthology. Uh, man of Medan and Arcade Again, Arcade Again, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Uh, for the PS5 and PS4, so um, yeah, some interesting games. I mean, I think the, the one which I'll most likely go for would be Crash Bandicoot 4 because I haven't got around to playing it yet and mm. I wasn't really interested in actually purchasing it, so I'm kind of glad that they're actually releasing that mm. game on the uh, on the package. So, uh, how about you, man? What are you looking forward to? Uh,
1: well, I've played Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan, it's uh, it's about five hours long. It's got uh, famous actors and actresses in it, but it's a tech mess because it's all. It's, it came out after Until Dawn. It was all over the place. Don't get me wrong. The Dark p- Pictures anthology games are much more tighter now, much more better to play, but. Man Mm -hmm. of Medan is a bit of a tech mess. It feels like you're going back to PS3 360 days. But visually, it's stunning. Visually, it's stunning. And it is one of those games where everything you do has a butterfly effect in the storyline. So I highly recommend it. And it's only, like like I said, something like four hours long. And it's really worth doing it. And if you get into it, then you pick up A Little Hope, which is a massive improvement from a tech standpoint, uh, which is really cool. And uh, Arcada Geddon, that was shown at um, Summer Games Fest Last year it's just a, you know destruction derby with weapons and stuff like that, you know, someone yeah. bothered. But they're free. So but most importantly, people still add them to your library so you have them no matter yeah, what. Add them, add them, um, add them. Because obviously, if they do come out of the PlayStation, you got to understand, even though it's been rebranded as PlayStation Plus Essential, the game if you don't add it to your library, can still come out of that service and go back to pricing. Whereas if you add to your library, it's yours. It's in there. So that part of PlayStation Plus is still the same. So mm-hmm. if you are on PlayStation Plus Essential, Extra or Premium, go to these games, add them to your library, you own them. So even if they leave the PlayStation Plus service in two years, a year from now, you still have them for free because they're in your library. All right. All right. All right, we'll move on to the final news story of the week, and this one has Alex excited, and we're going back to the world of Horizon. wood. As... <laughs> Number six. Fire Sprite Studios and Gorilla Games have dropped off some fresh details on Horizon Call of the Mountain via the game's oh, yeah. official website. According to updated details on the game, players will be able to explore multiple paths in the upcoming PSVR 2 Horizon spinoff, And the following is what is listed on the site. Conquer colossal peaks, overcome fearsome machines, and uncover a hidden danger to the world of Horizon as you answer the call of the mountain in an immersive new adventure for PlayStation VR 2. Enter a living, breathing world of dangerous machines, tribal lore, exciting quests, and new and returning characters. Explore a diverse landscape, embark on a journey with multiple paths to take where you'll have to look all around you to uncover the secrets of the mountains horizon call of the mountain is scheduled for release on psvr 2 although a release date has not yet been announced now alex before we go any further i just got to say to you i don't think this is going to be fully fully open world i think this is going to be like uh what we spoke about it's like last of us where it's huge open areas but they key you into these selected paths where you go so it's still going to feel big and freedom for vr but you'll realize that you'll have this huge area, you can do so much to it, but they're still gonna bottleneck you into three separate paths to pick, which will take you to a different area, you know? So you still got some diversity there, but I don't think it'll be fully, fully open mode. No,
2: I mean, it's, it's in the title itself, you know what
1: I mean? Call of the mountain,
2: you know? It's like, you don't really get that much terrain or flat plain, you know what I mean? Or that much area on a mountain. So, and it would be a great setting. Uh, to keep players, as you say, like, controlled and on un- kind of unguided rails, but, you know, in a restricted area, uh enough for them to explore what they want to show us fully, you know? So mm. I'm all for that, you know, when they just give you too much space to roam around, then they can kind of lose the quality. Well, so, perfect perfect uh, example is, like, is going to be great. experience.
1: And the, and the perfect example is Batman VR, right? Because that is not mm. open world. That's just scene to scene. But if you yeah. can nail awesome. that... Ex- VR isn't about space, open world. It's about nailing the scene you look at Mm half-life 2 alex that's the Mm -hmm. the the upper echelon the benchmark for what vr could be it's not fully open world if there's tricks Mm -hmm. to the system but it's all about what's in front of your eyes so i would take a linear path to have a more amazing visually stunning vr experience of horizon than a a, a broken open world you know i don't want that so definitely Yeah, yeah. we've got
2: plenty of games, there's plenty of games for us to get lost in. But yeah, when it comes to creating a unique experience, they're learning from the greats, you know, like you just mentioned, like Half-Life, Alex, you know, I mean, that was a great standout VR um, game and experience. And the fact is that they've got that to launch themselves from. You know, mm. I mean, that you're using a very powerful franchise, which is doing really great numbers at the moment. And this could be your Alex. I mean, that is now the benchmark, right? So mm. I'm looking forward to the Guerrilla Games, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they can deliver. So, um, yeah, man. And they're going to need a great game, which is going to pull punters in to, put, uh, to pick up this PSVR too, right? This could mm. be that game. This could have, definitely this could be the half of Alex for them. Um, definitely.
1: Yeah, well, that's then. This is now. So we're going to go into the charts. And there's been a surprising re-entry specifically for Alex whether
2: you're searching for record players or pianos how you pay matters visa helps protect you from payment fraud online visa a network working for everyone
1: okay so uk charts for last week alex at number 10 it's back Grand Theft Auto 5 is back into the top 10 of the UK charts. Obviously, uh, it was number 13.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Number 13 last
1: week, it climbs back up to number 10. Uh, Also re-entering the top 10 is Animal Crossing New Horizons. At number 8, a a non-mover Minecraft Switch edition. Number 7, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number 6, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number five, mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker wow. Saga. What a drop! Four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number three, Mario Strikers: yes. Battle League Football. Number wow. two was last week's number one, Horizon Forbidden West, which means yeah. we have a new number one and it's a new entry, Fire mm-hmm. Emblem Warriors. Three hopes now to give you some numbers in regard to the charts, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Warriors. It's the biggest launch for the franchise in the UK. Um, Horizon drops to number two after a 38% decrease in sales. Lego Star Wars sales dipped 47%, but still remained in the top five. And GTA 5 re-entered the top 10 after seeing a 67% sales increase. Now, obviously, it's that summertime. People are going on holidays. Smith's toys everywhere have you know great promotions on Nintendo games. They're gonna dominate. But Alex, why is Horizon? floating around there was no bloody ps5 hardware this past week and it's still sitting in Aha. the top two
2: <laughs> correction correction there were actually some uh ps5s floating around uh, and there were rumors you know on the underground uh, that there were some um bundles uh especially the horizon forbidden west bundles uh available uh, on the shelf so you know that was obviously what happened last week but obviously you can't beat fire emblem warriors man i mean this is fire emblem like a massive franchise which i don't really care for but um there's a
1: massive uh you know there's a uh, massive uh um, well it's got, out there. it's got it's th- got can it do i'm not even going to say it because nobody does four weeks so we're just going to stay they quiet can't do and it. we're just going to watch it. we're there's just going to be go a massive drop <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a massive drop. My my
1: predictions is that
2: Horizon will definitely make its way back up to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to speak to a
1: friend who's going to go through every chart every week and just see how mm. what games have been at number one and how many number ones they've had and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that was the charts. Uh, we'll move on to our letters now. Which obviously, if you want to get in touch with the latest PS5 and send in a question, you can via email. Which is uh, the latest PS5 at gmail.com. If you're on Twitter, you can at, at latest PS5, or you can send us a DM as well, or you can leave a comment here on any podcast service that you provide or on YouTube as well. So, our first letter, Alex, comes from Deborah from Toronto in Canada. Toronto. What game has actually made you cry emotionally or get tears in your eyes? Not from achieving something that was hard and not happy tears, actual sad tears. For me, it was. Noctis' death in Final Fantasy and The Last of Us Part 1 with Sarah. Keep up the good work team. Ooh, Alex. Nice, a game that's nice. got you it doesn't have to be t- a game that's got you like proper emotional like emotional like you What's choking up. The feels. Yeah. yeah man.
2: Um I've got a few yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a few. Well, I don't actually have that many. Um, but, um uh, I think the uh a couple of the standout ones will pretty much be uh, Last of Us. I think the first Last of Us was uh, pretty it much a came amazing. out no really fucking amazing. Amazing. nowhere. Really good. You know yeah, mean? that came out amazing, and that's because I didn't really know what the story was. Last of Us Two, unfortunately, I went in there kind of knowing what to expect, and I think that kind of took a bit of the yeah the wind out the sail uh, in terms of the emotional standpoint. Um, but yes, after playing it the second time round, you know I can see where the emotional beats are, and yes, I would definitely put that next to the Last of Us. Um, so yeah, those would be the two um, the games that I would mention how about yourself obviously you've you've played a lot more um of these games
1: than i have so uh so walking dead season one um people will know the ending with clementine um oh man what an ending you know what i mean that's Mm. all i gotta say about that what an ending to season one it is messed up what it makes you do (laughs) but you have to do it you know um spider-man and miles morales the ending to both of Mm -hmm. them i don't want to spoil it because you own them everybody owns them if you got playstation plus extra yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dude i just went on there man and i was like oh i own this game again i own this game again i own this game again i was like yes i haven't actually played the spider-man dlcs so i might go back and play them um because i haven't played the dlc version so the end of both of those spider-man games weirdly though miles nah i I don't think i I don't think I got choked up on the beginning of uh, at the end of the first spider man but miles was really like, Whoa, holy crap, yeah. you know what I mean um, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, I yeah, same thing didn't have any idea with um the last of us. So this is a weird one. So obviously the original Last of Us, yes, everything that happens with Sarah because that came out of the blue. I went into the Mm. Last of Us 2 blind. I avoided everything. So I didn't know what was going to happen. The only thing I thought was when that character at the beginning of Last of Us 2 dies, I thought, oh, that's a fake death. He's not really dead because he's in a trailer later in the game. So when that scene, when I got to that scene in the game and it wasn't him, I realised, and then it all caught up with me, like, oh, shit, he is, you know, and then I had to pause the game. I got choked up a little bit. I was like, oh, crap, you know what I mean? Uh, And if we're going old school, shout out to uh, Emma Emery, who gets mashed up in Metal Gear Solid, you know, the innocent little sister (laughs) of Octocon, Octocon, innit? it? But she got in the way, she got merged. It choked me up a little bit, but, you know, what Mm -hmm. can I say? Um, But, yeah, video games, man, emotionals. Mm -hmm. Final they, question they of the there. week comes from Hannah from Liverpool in the UK. Is there a game you have not played that surprises that surprises other people around you, Alex? Be careful with Hannah now. I ask this as people are shocked that I have not played The Last of Us. Hannah, what the? <gasps> what? Wow, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, she just had a digital smackdown. You know, it's digital people. Don't get crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Hannah, what are you waiting for? And especially if you've got a PlayStation Five now get yourself on the essential package at least. I'm sure you'll be able to play it on there. Is it available? It is yeah. available. Last of Us yeah, 1. It is. So yeah, yeah, definitely, That's of Us 1. Um, yeah, so there's no excuse. Well, there. no, Hannah,
1: wait, wait, wait for the remake. It's out in like two months.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. You know what, Hannah, well done for holding out. Yeah, well done, <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Hold out, you've managed to resist all temptation and you're going to be able to make it. You've only got like a couple months, or a few months uh, until Mm. it's out. So uh, definitely, you're on the right track. Um, But yeah, that is going to be an amazing game. I can only assume because the first one was brilliant. Uh, But yeah, for me, I mean, there's loads of games. I mean, God of War being one of them, you know? I mean, I've played the game, but I haven't completed it. And I know you're just going to scowl with that. Um, There's Detroit as well, um, which uh, beyond Becoming Human, uh, which I definitely want to play. And um,
1: Tsushima. (laughs) <laughs> I was waiting for you to I say that only, one. I was
2: only waiting for the director's cut, yeah. And now that and that Death is Stranding. available, and that and is ava- Okay, no, no, hold on, there, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, We're gonna make this sound terrible, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but yeah, definitely goes <laughs> to Tsushima Death Stranding, definitely, because now they've got the director's cut. That is that available? Yes, on the both games are on cut?
1: PlayStation Plus. Extra. No, is it the director's yes. cut though? Yes, okay, all right, fair both though. versions, no for, both, both yeah, versions yeah. for both, both games versions. For both versions, now I got no
2: excuse. Oh, now the pressure's on. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> How about you, man? I don't know, man. I've played it, <laughs> I play everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I- I'll give everything a go. Um, yeah, I think. It's, it's, it's a non-playstation one but i started playing both i've played the first three halos and the first three gears of war campaigns and they just got really shit as time went. when i mean shit they just got worse and worse and i was just like yeah i've yeah, yeah. stopped so obviously if you play the first three you expect to play the other ones i haven't so i never mm-hmm. played them um from a nintendo standpoint breath of the wild uh, but that's overrated, so I don't need to play that one. Uh, Mario games. I don't. I don't do Mario since SNES. Um, no, 64 was the last out, one. No, you're, wait. You're no, I didn't out. play 64. Really I didn't play Mario 64 that. either. Uh, the only Mario I play is Mario Kart. Um, the
2: one you need to play is Odyssey. You can play that. You know what? You, you know what? I'm gonna say, I've got a game.
1: I've got that. a game. Which one? GTA Vice City and GTA
2: 5 <laughs> and San Andreas. Oh well, yeah. Oh, that's, just, that's too many. I've man. gone back to it. So this is yeah.
1: weird, right? This is weird. I don't know why and I don't know how this happens, but I only ever seem to unintentionally finish games based in Liberty City. So I clocked GTA 3. Then I didn't clock Vice City and then I didn't clock San Andreas. Then I went back to GTA and clocked GTA 4, which is in Liberty City. Then I didn't do GTA 5. <laughs> And I start every GTA. I've played a bit of Vice City, stopped playing it. Played San Andreas, stopped playing it. Played Chinatown Wars, stopped playing it. Played GTA 5, stopped playing it. Mate, <laughs> I bought GTA 5 for PS5 for £7 and it's just sitting there wasting 100 gig on my hard drive and I haven't even fucking started it. And I'm, like, oh, I'm not going to play this fucking game now I've <laughs> got play PlayStation it. Plus Extra. I'm like, it's, why yeah, did exactly. I buy this?
2: Why, why, why? But GTA, It'll I would get, say GTA was- 5.
1: If you look at the sales numbers, And the ratios, you would think I would have finished GTA 5, even though I was actually enjoying the game. And I think it was Pez's fault, you know, the distraction of Pez or Tekken 7. (laughs) It was one of the only one of those two games would have pulled me off. But yeah, listeners, woo! A quiet week for the news front. As I said, they could be outdated by the time you're listening to this because God of War now has a release date, which we will obviously touch upon at the beginning of next week's episode. Thank you very much for nistling. Demi has given you all the information you need in regards to signing up to Patreon and all that thing. So, Alex, we don't need to go into that. Any final comment from yourself? Fucking Ghost um, of with myself.
2: It'll be, uh, yeah, Ghost of Shima, uh, Death Stranding, and a whole host of other games. People just get out onto your PlayStation and go explore the Essentials collection. That's what I'll be saying today. So, uh, enjoy. Oh,
1: yeah. And my final word is, huh? <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of one. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I just can't air. think of one. Oh, oh wait, I have got one. My final point there, there is a game you haven't played, and I'm actually shocked that you haven't played it.
2: Really? really have played it. Uh, because you don't play uh, that game, you just
1: get whooped. Uh, oh, uh, end of the uh, show. Uh, Good night, uh, everybody. Uh, uh,
2: Joker.
1: Joker. Welcome to <laughs>